0: Thank mm-hmm.
1: podcast my name is grant
0: my name is dave
1: and we are back to our regular scheduled programming dave you're back
0: (laughs) i'm back after an unceremonious hiatus big shouts out to bronson and liana thank you for guest hosting thank you my favorite episodes yet turns out the podcast better is better (laughs) without me but
1: they really helped us out in a pinch seriously guys thank you so much
0: but all that said daddy's home
1: daddy's home
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm happy to be back
1: you're glad to have you Dave so we'll, we'll we'll get right into it so if this is your first time listening uh this is an anime only podcast uh we have no insights into the manga or you know any of the story to come uh obviously you know it's the ending of attack on titan there so we're all hyper focused trying to keep our you know our blinders on for the internet so don't worry about any of that here <laughs> it's uh, we're only talking about insights into the episode um, so I guess we'll just, uh, jump right into the, uh, synopsis, and, uh, then we'll get into the plot there, Dave. Do it. The Azuma Beale's flying boat is guarded by a port full of Jaegers, but the Scouts are reluctant to kill their former friends. If they wish to avoid bloodshed, they can't afford their plan to go wrong.
0: Yeah. David. So, uh,
1: uh, I guess, you know, but maybe... There's maybe just so not, much. There's just so much, because you haven't been here for, you yes. know, we, we, we haven't done anything together for a couple weeks now, three mm-hmm. episodes, and... I don't want to go like two episodes or three episodes back, but I think the mm. most recent episode is a good companion piece to this one.
0: Night of the End. The Night of the uh, End. Yeah. yeah, that forest so, chat right before this one. Yeah, they're so, good pairing.
1: Big time. So 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 far that last episode. That's my favorite of the season. by oh, far. Oh really? Oh yeah. I don't know what it is. I like.
0: You like those kinds of episodes, though. I should have pegged you for that.
1: I, you know, you know like, just, I like the talking. You yeah. Know? I like the people kind of airing their grievances and kind of sorting it out. And Not to was, mention, like, the yeah.
0: fun, like, getting this all these cast, pe- all these people together that you, well, you just know, wouldn't anticipate. <clears throat>
1: it, it was, you know, that was the thing, like, Leanne and I were talking about last week was, like, just the pairing of McGath and Jean. Like, I never in a million years would have guessed that was the two that were going to go head to head. Exactly. each side, you know? It was, it was just so fascinating. And... And like you had said, exactly, this episode is perfect as a pairing because it kind of takes what was teed up in the last episode. And I didn't really think it was going to be kind of like a handoff episode, mm-hmm. as this one is. But, uh, but yeah, so what are your thoughts on this one?
0: I You know, so I think it's good. And, you know, I'm not going to skip... Far ahead, but I, I think I, I feel like I'm not the only one thinking this, so I want to just like put it out there. I think it's a great episode, mm-hmm. but I think over the last three weeks as I've been watching these, I can't shake the feeling that the pace is way off to end yes. properly in two episodes. Mm-hmm. And it's just hard to shake that, right? Because it's great to have these character moments. It's great to see, like, okay, if we put all these characters together, what conversations do they inevitably have? Mm -hmm. And I think there are some really, really important conversations and plot points in this episode that we're gonna that we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. but like the whole time i'm like if we're spending this much time on this and we haven't seen aaron in five episodes or whatever mm. it's been it's like there's no fucking way we can wrap this up without double episodes or or maybe we do and it's just rushed but maybe it works it, it just feels like pacing is super weird right now
1: have they announced a runtime for the final episode
0: no hmm. okay. only that it's delayed a week
1: yeah which is you know, I know there's a lot of talk about, like, as to why that is. And I think we've known nah. that for months now. Is like yeah. There's just an event going on that day. I don't think any TV is on. Yeah. Um, but so. That happens I, a lot in Japan. Yes. they pushed think, anime a ton. You know, I think, you know, last year alone, uh, was there a Demon Slayer delay? And there was yep. also a My Hero delay. Yep. Like, you know, like it's. But um, so maybe before we jump in, so do you. The internet's a, a buzz right now. Everyone yeah. seems to think there's a movie.
0: Do you think there's going to be a movie?
1: Well, but, you know. I really don't see it. I, 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 it seems weird to me.
0: My, I guess like my heart says no, um, but it. I just think it depends on, on where their head is at. Them being the studio, Isayama. you know, if you wanted to make the argument for like, how do we maximize revenue? Um, for the ending of, like, maybe the most popular anime potentially of all time, or at least of the decade, or whatever you want to call it, the movie seems like a very fair play. Demon mm-hmm. Slayer just made a billion dollars, or, what, sure. you know, 800 million globally. Mm-hmm. That's obscene, right? Um, I think, and, you know, this the, the size of this audience is, like, nothing to sneeze at. Um, mm-hmm. I would not blame them for going that route. My only, like, irritation would be, like you know not being kind of upfront with it and you know we, it's just tricky right pacing is so important in movie and in and in tv and this just isn't the medium that feels like it should go this way but then again demon slayer pulled it off i, I don't know i'm very torn but about it
1: it's like you said you know the like the thing that just keeps ringing in in my mind is the marketing of the final season? Like, why yeah. why would they hamstring themselves? Because they don't just decide this on a whim, last minute, that like, oh no, we're going to scrap this, we're going to do a movie. This is like done so in advance. Oh yeah. Why, why would there be marketing around the TV side of it be the final season? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, maybe it's a little short-sighted, but it just, you know, my heart says yes, yeah, like I would love a movie, you know, but like, how could they not fall unless they have it sitting there ready to go you know and like anyone can download it on like apple tv or whatever you know whatever it is but
0: like i I think which i doubt that i think that's so unlikely um i know there there are people out there uh not taking shots at you vivian but yeah but there are definitely some people out there that are like oh yeah like i think they've got it in the can and it's going to be a quick release i just think that for something of this magnitude.
1: That would be money loss of uh, huge. The, the, you, yeah. You're
0: talk You're throwing out tens or hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, I think if you look at the marketing campaign that Demon Slayer had, and don't you know, don't forget that like this is as big, if not bigger, than Demon Slayer, both in manga sales and in its viewership in Japan and globally. Mm-hmm. Um, it it they did months and months and months of promotion, and it took nearly a year to reach the Western mm-hmm. uh, side of the world. Right. I I don't think it would. I don't think the play here is surprise. Here's a movie in two weeks. I think the play, if you go the movie route is here's a trailer for the film or a poster for the film in a month, you get a formats. trailer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So on and so forth. And we get the marketing machine going mm-hmm. Mappa, very sizable, very formidable studio. I'm sure they would do a great job, but, I, but I do think it would extend, it would take a long time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, by, you know, 2022, but not around the corner. And then, you know, I mean, then, then we got to about, get to us. Yeah, then we yeah. got to talk about it gets over there first, it's in theaters, spoilers are out, cuts are going to be out, cams are going to be out. It's a whole different kind of problem in, in Minefield. Um, the only reason I'm, I'm irritated about it is because they've never done movies. Um, and it just feels like not what we signed up for. Does that make sense? It's like I said, like, you know, like the,
1: the marketing machine was teed up for this, you know, like, the final season, like, everything has been pointing to this being it. Yeah. And it just feels in, the, in the you know, the last, you know, the last hour, or the 11th hour or whatever, it's like, you know, you know, the, the pacing is very, very strange. And again, guys, we're going to get into the plot in a minute yeah. there, but it's, you know, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, I think, I genuinely think if once I hear a runtime of the last episode, that is when I'll start thinking and start yeah. worrying.
0: Because if they did a double for the next two or something, maybe, I don't know.
1: That would be interesting, yeah. I think that would fix the problem if we had like almost four episodes worth, you know, in two or you know, three. I or.
0: mean, dude, un- unless it yeah. really is two episodes, and this explains why manga readers were so pissed off. You know what I mean? Like, wow, that's um, Unless he, true. like, you know, let's not discount the fact that maybe we rushed the ending. You know, like. Mm you know so many times when we talk about bad storytelling in television we think about i think about game of thrones and you think about that final season and the breakneck speed mm-hmm. that they ran that thing through like they teleportation they, yeah. well yeah i mean the, even just the <laughs> editing just again pace right yeah. they were just like here are all the threads that are absolutely necessary that we have to you know we have to, all the things we have to tie up um and you know that not to mention there's like dozens of plot points we're just going to not resolve but here are the necessary ones and we are just going to hit one of those every like eight minutes Mm. or every 20 minutes you know what i mean and maybe it becomes that maybe it's just like in the next two episodes or the last episode or something the pace i I don't know but the more it stays this way the more i think a movie might be likely
1: well i'll say if, if it is and this is my my final thing is if It is just two standard length, you know, anime 23 episodes, and it is just breakneck speed. I am actually ultra thankful for the episode previous to this. You know, we had that scene where everyone could sit (laughs) down and they could talk. And that kind of, and when you think about it that way, it's like, oh yeah, the talking is done
0: there's no more time. yeah it's,
1: it's just going to be you know like kind of see you know gunning for the throat i think from, from this point forward
0: great point and so much about this story is centered around like geopolitics and, mm. and and all that stuff and we've had a lot to chew on in that regard i just think like for me i've been so keen and i, I can't be alone in this i've been like oh, no. so interested in aaron's perspective and that has been so like scant in all of season four yeah right minimal. he he just sort of turns antagonist heel we barely ever get his perspective we get like some really beautiful moments of him in the paths but like we still don't really know what's you know like this whole thing with him asking Ymir if she was the one who led him there like, what the hell is that about? You know what I mean? I want to know. I want to know. We're seeing, we're seeing know. the
1: motions. We're not seeing the thought process. Yeah. You know, which are two very different things. And sometimes, you know, you can have one without the other. But I think in this instance, you need both. Yeah. Just because, you know, we've been told one thing for for, uh, for three seasons. Of yeah. Now. Anyways, let's dive right into it. So So yes. um, the episode opens up with Hanja McGaths uh, uh, scouting the port. Um, kind, of, kind of like the way the end of the last episode ended. Um, and, you know, we kind of They hit it up top. It's heavily guarded. You know, Flock is around. The Yagris are around. Mm -hmm. Um, Still a bad name. Oh, the worst. Every time I hear it, I just cringe. Even like, I'm not used to it at all. Like they say it like three times. I
0: know they say it all the time. Still a bad name. Whatever. But,
1: but, so mcgath you know points out he's curious why the boat is they jump between calling it a boat and a plane throughout the episode and it drives me nuts like it's it's clearly a plane like
0: <laughs> it's because it's like i'm i i understand what they're doing like planes aren't yes. a thing yet so they keep calling it a flying boat and it's like yeah. all right guys like call it that c- just call it a fucking plane like mm-hmm. okay, they invented a flying boat they call it a plane and now we can just call it a fucking plane because they for sure call it a plane at one point, or am I, I think just, like, so. mentally putting that I in? think they might call it a plane in the info card. Oh, maybe. Like, oh, it's the first plane. It's like, yeah, no shit, it's a plane. Like, what, what do <laughs> you think the audience thinks? Like, just say, they invented a flying boat, they're calling it a plane. I don't <laughs> know, fuck it, whatever.
1: <laughs> Anime, I love it. So, Honch points out that, you know, the Aegis probably, you know, they need Izumabito and Hazuru engineers to keep it, yeah. you, know, you know, to maintain it. And then, you know, <clears throat> this is... It's, it's obvious, too, but, like, you know, Han great for that. Like, she kind of just hits you with that little bit of tidbit info. She's like, they probably don't want their technology to backslide. Right. You know, like, the whole world is going to be gone. They're going to want to keep an eye on the mainland, which is kind of, like, overkill, because I think, you know, if, if the rumbling continued and they do destroy the world, like... There's probably not going to be too many survivors, you know. <laughs> yeah, so it's just a little overcompensation, which which I think is funny. But uh, they're like
0: trying to—it's like they're trying to layer or they're trying to cushion this like plot convenience. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. I'm—I don't even have complaints about that, to be honest.
1: No, no, it's just—it's just the best, you know. Yeah, we, she's, she—I find she's one of those characters like you ever have—you either have her a little or you have her a lot. Yeah. And I just want more of her all yeah. the time. Yeah,
0: more Hanj all the time. Hmm.
1: Um, so, you know, this is, I guess I'll kind of jump into this now. So we get like a shot of them seeing steam at the sea oh, yeah. and then, you know, then it cuts to the OP again. Awesome mm-hmm. OP. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to jump ahead here. So mm-hmm. would the steam not have already been there because the wall Titans put push off so much heat or is that only the arm and puts off that kind of heat as the colossal Titan?
0: Uh... cause the
1: second they would have touched the water it would have been steam. Like, constantly, right? Oh. So, why is it they only notice, like, the steam rising at that point?
0: <sighs>
1: That's literally been bugging me since, I, like, the few times I watched this. I don't know why they make a point of the steam of, like, oh, they might have reached the mainland.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking this through. I I didn't think about this. I'm guessing, like, the Colossal Titan just runs so hot. Yes. That... And they are technically all, like, colossal titans. Like, they can't boom like Armin can, but they are colossal titans. Yeah. So, like, I just think that, yeah, they all made contact with the water. It produced crazy amounts of steam. And it's indicative from the steam trail how far they've traveled.
1: Oh, do you think it was, like, it just made it back to them? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's been bugging me. It's it's one of those, like, little science things that it's like, well, should it not be constant steam? If these guys, if there were so many of them in a constant flurry crossing the water, yeah, like steam wouldn't start if they had reached the mainland. It would yeah, have ended <laughs> like they're not in the water anymore. If they, is that is how they work, I yeah, don't know. that was it's like a weird. A weird, weird... Mythic, but it's all I've been thinking about.
0: No, but they could have done some kind of like weird. Oh, we have a marker. We know their path. Like they could have done something. You know what I mean? Or like sure. take out a fucking uh, what do you call it? Like a telescope. Or I don't even know if they have that. But you know what I mean? Like yeah, they're, can... they're
1: they're scoping out the the port with telescopes. Yeah.
0: So like, tell us how yeah anyway fine fair enough it's all right i don't know why it's just no no i get you i get you
1: <laughs> so you know kind of similar annie vibe from last episode you know she wants to go in fast and quick to take the sport. um oh, i missed annie it's 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 so interesting she's, she's got
0: some great vibes this episode
1: big time and last episode too like you know yep. we had that you know that head with her and mikasa which is you know
0: Awesome. <laughs> I think we've
1: all been waiting for the two of those two, for yeah. those two to throw down. Uh, and it only came to words both times. But, um, you know, Annie wants to go, like I said, wants to go in quick and fast. And, you know, we're getting that immediate resistance from Armin and John, and Connie, and, you know, Mikas for obvious reasons. And uh, Piek and Oni Capone, the smart, you know, analytical. They level-headed. Are, level-headed. They point out that that's like, no, like we can't because like we need the engineers um, because the plane is like tucked away. The, the wings are up. It's got a big tarp on it, and they need the engineers to get it ready. Yeah. Only Capone is pretty confident he can fly because I guess he was flying the blimp.
0: Yeah, right? he seems to be the pilot, to so go, he has, like the go-to pilot.
1: So he has an understanding of like air travel at this point. So yeah. they're kind of doing this back and forth, and this is some of the saddest shit. Like just watching, just watching Annie and like trying to. She's not trying to goat them, but just kind of like, like, what are you guys gonna do? Like, you know, we, we got to them out or we don't, you know, just seeing them all like, well, they're our friends, you know, very
0: like, militaristic ah, yeah. as though she was raised to think of the enemy as kind of black and white, right? Like yeah. it makes it, it's just one of those things that like the last time we saw any, we didn't have all this information. We didn't have her backstory. We didn't understand where she comes from, mm-hmm. but like her seeing it this way is no surprise now, right? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course that's what she thinks. It's like, <laughs> that makes complete sense. But then we get the immediate follow up, which I and that's the thing, like we
1: never got to know Annie, so she clearly has this side to her. Maybe she developed this in the four years in you know the crystal, but mm-hmm. it could have been there from the get go. She just immediately eases up on them. She's like, you know, yeah. And then she makes the like the crazy line of like, if the roles were reversed, like you guys wouldn't have kicked that wall in. Oh yeah. Which I don't know, like if it was Aaron, maybe not. But then you know this Aww. leads to <laughs> Reiner, which if it was, it,
0: yeah. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, this is probably one of the most, like, mind-blown moments of a show, like, where they
0: went back and they showed an an old scene. I was like, oh, that's what he meant, (laughs) you know? Well, I mean, it it was good, yeah. Like, I've thought about that moment so much, because that was, as you know, that Declaration of War episode is one of my favorites of the whole series. And, you know, right before he transforms, Aaron says, you know, I move forward until I destroy my enemies. That's what he says to his father, you know, to, to spur him into killing the royal family. Like, Aaron crosses a threshold probably when he saw his own future. Mm -hmm. But he's seen so much. And, yeah, I think at that point, Aaron would kick that fucking wall in a hundred times over. You know what I mean? If it meant, quote, saving the world or saving his friends.
1: But it was just interesting, too, because, like, in that scene in the basement, Reiner was, like, kind of confused about a lot of stuff coming out of Aaron's mouth. Yeah, big time. And, you know, like, in looking back on that scene of, like, Reiner, like, I'm just like you. And, you know, we, at the time, we, it, I want to go back and listen to that episode, you know, when we recorded that, because we were probably thinking about like a hundred other things, what he meant by that. Not, <sighs> it's kind of, that Aaron would have yeah. kicked in the wall too, you know, it's, it's, it's so funny.
0: It's true. It's beautiful because that statement works so many ways, right? Like at the same time, Aaron is also saying that about how they were both brainwashed mm-hmm. to hate the enemy and how, you know, they, they've both been driven by things that they didn't fully understand by like society around them and, mm-hmm. And how, you know, Aaron kind of had the... F- it, for a moment there, it felt like Aaron had the full picture. Because he was mm-hmm. talking about, you know, I I crossed the sea. I slept under the same roof. They're all... You know, he, he had this, like, understanding, like, Gabby has right now. Mm-hmm. He had this whole, like, oh, they're just people. Yeah. And for a second there, it's like, oh, wait. So, maybe the answer to Aaron will be peace. Mm. And then he went the other way. It's like he understands that they're people but he like he fully is able to wrap his head around that but mm-hmm. it's still not worth the cost of his home being in danger don't
1: worry bro yours was justified mine will be too yeah maybe <laughs> but, that's what he meant but, but, like
0: you know it's i think that's what there's just I think a lot of layers like, to it
1: i think he's probably like i know the feeling like i haven't done mine yet i'm about to do mine but like i yeah. know the feeling
0: i mean yeah he's in a basement about to blow up a residence building with innocents mm-hmm. with civilians in it women and you know what i mean like it, yeah. he's moments away from doing that when he's saying this stuff to Reiner, and he
1: knew. It was so obvious too, because I think you know either the episode before or the episode after we saw Reiner, you know, as a kid, like those moments leading up to you know when everything kind of went to shit and he kind of took control of the situation and he chose to kick in the wall. Like yeah. we kind of had it was it was all just sitting there and it was maybe a little too on the nose at the time, but now that we have. Now where we're, where we are in the story and looking back on it, just like oh yes, that was yeah. very well painted for us. Like that was, it's a map. It's <sighs> beautiful. Rewatch really. is gonna be great. Oh, can't wait. We're jumping right in, guys.
0: So we'll uh, we'll be going back. Yeah. To now. as soon as <laughs> we finish. Yeah, as soon as the series wraps up, a week later, we're gonna do the pilot.
1: <laughs>
0: we should. I honestly, going back, we should do
1: record just to
0: at least, fair at least the pilot. Be like because. the pilot in like in like a, well, a couple months or something. Yeah, for sure. So if it, you know, if unless we're upset. About the ending, which could sour the whole riot Grant. It really could. I know. I'm I'm, I'm so clenched. like I'm so I'm so clenched <laughs> at all times. Like just please don't do me dirty. I, okay.
1: I don't know. I really don't. Anyway, so with the, you know, Reiner has his epiphany, and he you know he points out you know to the Islanders like you guys don't need to take part of this like you know let let us do our part kind of thing. Yeah,
0: kind of a growth. You know, there's a lot of growth here. Like that's a bit of a growth moment from Reiner to put he, he understands their feelings like yeah. a human mm-hmm. and tries to give them an out. And I appreciated that.
1: Well, you know, and it's just, it's just the, the my fascination with Reiner as a character, like he's, oh, just, he's one of the best, so twisted. He's really see, he genuinely sees both sides of it
0: because he's and, broken in two pieces. He,
1: exactly. <laughs> and you know, to see him, like, just take that moment of, um, you know, like, don't worry, like you guys are my, it was like the way he was talking, like nothing had ever happened. And it's just like, oh, he's slipping back into it. You know, yeah. he just easily put on that mask and, and away you go. But, um, you know, Hans kind of swoops in, her and McGath. And, again, just the effectiveness of Hans. Like, she makes it very clear. She's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm participating. The aggrists have killed our people. Like, we're killing yeah. them, you know? Which yeah. is And then, uh, she, you know, she points out, <clears throat> she believes, again, this kind of goes back to the steam thing we, that we jumped ahead on, but, you know, she, by her gauging, she thinks the Waltons have reached Marley. And she's like, there's probably a few cities in the Northeast that are just gone. Yeah. And then, uh, low
0: key irritated about this, you know, for two reasons. And I, I won't, I won't drag us off topic too long. Just quickly low key irritated about that because one, to your point about the steam, like we don't really seem to have an empirical way to be 100% sure that that's true. Yeah. And two, this feels like a great opportunity to show us the audience like what's happening on the other end yeah. and we're like now we're just going to you're just going to have to take hanji's word even though she literally has no method of backing that up other than steam in the sky
1: and and even then i don't even i don't even know like <laughs> it's <laughs> like what yeah. but, uh, just uh, a
0: weird like way to do the narrative but you know it just felt like reserving judgment yeah yeah it, it just
1: felt like you know cuz there's a lot a lot that happens in the next few minutes like it's breakneck pretty much from this point but yeah um you know th- and so this Tease off McGath, and she just flat out starts torturing uh, Yelena.
0: Bust that arm up.
1: You know the, just like the the tactic too, and just like he's just going on about Aaron's whereabouts. And Yelena, this is how sneaky she is. She was waiting for something like this to happen. Yeah, one hundred percent. She was waiting for this to happen, and she was Joker vibes. Joker vibes. Like oh, like I'm I'm intrigued now. Like you know, if you bring me along, you know, maybe I'll show you where Aaron's headed. Which she doesn't know shit. I really don't think she does.
0: Yeah, you know, it's one of those things, like, between her and Connie, that rat... Or not Connie, Jesus. Uh, Flock, that yeah. rat fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, between the two of them, I don't think Aaron has told them shit. But, but, like, what was it? Like, Flock knowing or at least pretending like he knew what was about to happen and then, like, seizing this power vacuum.
1: That's all it is. That's him just being a bully.
0: Very and, interesting. Yeah. Uh, interesting, you know, because what if, like... in. You know what if we're wrong maybe maybe she does know maybe flock did have a i mean both seem quite unlikely but i'm I'm interested and intrigued to get the answers to those questions
1: the problem i foresee maybe not i think if if elena knows something we'll know we will find out uh-huh. i don't think we'll ever know what flock actually knew and i yeah, think that might be intentional
0: well he might yeah it seems likely he's probably going to meet his end mm. sooner rather than later
1: or you know he is a rat fuck like you said he might hold on for God knows how long so like, if he t- you know he's slippery he is slippery you
0: know small prediction here just because like it seems like a great way to dick kick the audience yeah. is like we kill Connie or Jesus what do I keep saying that <laughs> we kill Flock like next episode in this power mm-hmm. struggle to try and get the flying boat but he takes out one of the OGs
1: mm. I do think hey anyway, we will it's it, it's hard to say because. I've never felt more unsure about like who's going to make it with so few episodes left. Like, I mean, you know, like,
0: <sighs> sorry, you know, it'd be perfect right now is Connie. He just got all this character development.
1: Yeah. His story kinda like, came,
0: he's kind of ripe for the picking right now.
1: Jean would be the other one. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah so and would. I don't yeah. want either of them, either of them. But, uh, so, you know, from that point, you know, Yelena kind of makes her, you know, her proclamation of like, Oh yeah, like maybe I'll help you if you let me live kind of thing. And, <laughs> And McGath has the ultimate, like, just... He doesn't say a word when he goes to torture, and he also just doesn't say a word when he turns around. <laughs> yeah. And just, like, one of the most genuine apologies I've ever seen in a show. Specifically, well, I would, it was uh, my guy. My guy got his redemption. Or, like, his arc has come to a close. It's like, funny,
0: because I remember you were calling McGath your guy, like, after the second <laughs> episode, you saw him. And I was yep, like... I knew it. I don't know what you're seeing here. Like, he seems cool, but, like... I, I thought he might be, like, a Willy take type character like just here sure. for a short time but or a good time but not a long time but now he's yeah, really he's proved to have a really great arc um and i i will highlight on your point of like he has this beautiful monologue mm. um that we're going to get into but he only starts this apology and stops torturing elena when he sees gabby yes and I think that's incredibly key. Like,
1: well, there's been quite a few moments of like him worrying. You know, he genuinely yeah. cares for her, and you know, the second he found her safe, he came in for the hug, which we hadn't seen before. And, yeah, like, yeah, it was.
0: It's just it felt like he saw her, and he made the choice to like let go of his rage and yeah. like think about the children, and just think about, you know, it, thinks, it made me think of that John quote on the uh, on the plane. Like, mm. you know, if we start dropping kids out of airplanes, will the fighting ever stop? Mm -hmm. kind of thing and it just feels like you know Gabby's a good person or a good reason to maybe turn over a new leaf and he does exactly that with this apology
1: well you know I think the really key thing is and it goes well with last episode again these episodes whether people think it or not they're 100% wrapped you know they're a pairing um you know when John accidentally kicks Gabby and you know Gabby makes that you know her and Falco are basically like you know begging, begging Ja to help them. You know, they want to, you know, save their families. And there's a shot of McGath looking at them, seeing them do that. And he's, you know, taking it in. And when he sees Gabby, like, if, you know, it's hard to say, like, you know, it's in the character's mind. But if the child that he had a hand in indoctrinating was able to overcome that and show love and show care and just get rid of all the evil and just trying to move forward like I think he could do it too and I think that's what yeah. it was like it's like you said he saw Gabby boom I gotta make an apology and like I'm glad it wasn't just for the Islanders I'm glad he turned and looked at you know uh, the Warriors yeah you know, the Warriors and you know it just and it was so genuine too because like you know and when Leanne and I recorded last week's episode you know we had made a point of like like fucking like mcgath was so stubborn like how can he really still hold on to that i found it so strange maybe for him to come clean with it i was like yes he was like yeah he was trying to justify his actions you know
0: exactly yeah and maybe just to paint a better contrast of him really of him having this development in this episode but it's also not it's also not shocking right to hear those words come out of his mouth when you consider who he is
1: and, like, just, like, all the role, The role that he has played in this season alone is crazy. Like, he was super involved with, you know, the, the massacre at Liberio. Yeah. You know, he he helped tee all that up. Willie... Willie Tiber knew what was going to happen. Like, Gath knew what was going to happen. He knew there was going to be civilians. Like, he's... You know he's he's just as much as kicking in the wall as anyone else you know it's oh yeah big time very
0: very much so an ends justify the means character i mean a lot of these people with these like military Military types yeah uh, that kind of background and frame of mind not shocking
1: but um so you know we we could break down exactly what he says but the just it is you know apologizes like you can't you know it's not your fault you know the sins of the past you know like you guys shouldn't be affected by that great monologue one of the best. Honestly, one of the best the show has ever had. Um, and then Armin, you know, st- steps up and refuses to stand by with clean hands. Appreciate which... that. Okay, so there's a moment that comes later in the episode that kind of comes from this. When you, when you heard Armin say that, did you immediately think of Bertolt? The clean hands line, like, was my ears were ringing when he said that. I was um, like, oh, there's something, com- there's something like Colossal Titan related coming up here.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I figured there would be something in that vein. I mm-hmm. didn't immediately necessarily think of Berthold. I, th- I felt violence and like something ar- involving Armin and perhaps his Titan coming.
1: I just, I just remember like the Berthold quote kind of. I was like, oh shit, he said something like that once. Berthold
0: that. quotes are amazing this yeah. episode. I think I sent you some side by sides. Uh, mm-hmm. When we get there, I'll bring them up. But they are fantastic. Like, like we mentioned earlier, rewatches are going to be great uh, mm-hmm. for characters exactly like Berthold because yeah. their entire perspective uh, will be different watching it again.
1: It's the quiet ones. Got to watch out for that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, again, we, we cut to, again, Flock. He just has these go-to it's move for trying to woo fuck. people via gunpoint. And it, like, never works. Yeah. Not, not once has it worked for me. Not once has he gotten not. what he wanted. Um, But this time, Azuma Bito's in the chair. um, And also another great monologue, which is... This is this was a really interesting scene, because it kind of just showed that Flock's kind of a dummy. Yeah. You know, he talks a big talk, and then the second someone with a brain on their shoulders makes a retort, he's just like... Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. Well, you gotta stay. In. He's, he always goes back to the line of, like, you know, you gotta stay in, or, you know, remember your place in line. Yeah. Kind of thing. And uh, just the line Bito had of, you know, the world's just gonna shrink. People are just gonna keep yeah, telling yeah. T- t- each other, you know? And I was like, wow, word. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> true say, yeah. Bito True say. Again, another is just like, what the fuck, you know? But, like, she has her moment to, to shine. And uh, there's a cool um, moment up. Okay, I'll, I'll wait for it. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in the middle of like at gunpoint, I don't know if she was a, if he was about to pull the trigger or not.
0: I think he was still bluffing. You think he was still bluffing? Yeah. I uh. Well, wait. I it don't looks know. Looks like
1: he had his finger on the trigger that time.
0: Yeah. I don't know. He probably
1: has it on the trigger all the time. Probably poor gun safety. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, Flock is distracted. Armin and Connie arrive on the scene. They're kind of yelling to flock, which is weird. I think that would have been a dead giveaway for me. Uh, there,
0: <laughs> This plan was thin as fuck. Like, <laughs> you know, Armin not doing himself any favors, talking about, like, they should have chose Erwin. And then, like, he shows up with this plan, thin as fucking sheet metal or something. Like, yeah. this was not his best work.
1: But, like, I think it was just, like, the situation. Like, they're running low on time. It right? was a and desperation just, play.
0: Yeah. No, no doubt about it. And you could tell, like, they were acting... They were trying to inspire a sense of urgency yeah uh i, I thought they it tried.
1: Was cool like what they were saying they had said of course fox like what
0: the fuck's going on here you know but like he put those um, pieces together you got to give that to flock he's like 100
1: 100 100 and like the whole thing about the train because that's that is the other thing you know it's so funny you brought up game of thrones earlier about the time because he brings up a point of like why didn't they take a fucking train yeah and also like what is the exact time like how many days has it been since the the rumbling happens. Oh God, who knows? And them on horseback and kind of on the run and the getaway, you know, with, you know, Piek snatching up Oni Capone and John Yelena. Like, it's, it's, it's a little messy and I understand why, like, this is a a great episode but there's a lot of like little nitpicks I find from the fan base that I've been reading online and they all kind of just, oh yeah, I see that. Again, the steam. I'm never gonna let that one go. Um, but anyway, so, Flock doesn't really buy it. You know, Armin makes the case for, um, you know, like, Pieck and Ryder on the run, they went into the water, and it's like, what? Like, you know, like, vlog is just, like, dumbfounded. I did like the part that, like, Connie's like, oh, we found the plane, and, like, they just moved for it. Like, there was the urgency. I thought that yeah. was the most convincing part of their plan. Yeah, of, it was like, like... you guys follow us. Yeah,
0: we know? don't have time to talk this out. Hurry up, let's go. Like, I, yeah. I appreciated their commitment to the role. Very Christian Bale. Very, like... You know, when he was doing the Dark Knight, like he did the American accent, even on the press tours. Don't know if you know that. (laughs) But that's that's true. Um but yeah. So they they committed.
1: They committed. So they make the run for the plane and we get some season one uh veterans, Daz and Samuel. Do you remember these guys?
0: I I do. So I I actually have it written here. Samuel is saved, uh well, you know, it jumps ahead. Well, Samuel is saved by Sasha.
1: Oh, is this the dude that got the
0: hook in the foot? Yes. He's, uh, he falls off the wall after mm. the Colossal Titan appears, and the mm. steam knocks him off, and Sasha shoots him in the foot with ODM gear to save him, only for him to meet a potentially even more tragic end. And Daz was the one that had to be saved on the Snowy Mountain by uh, Ymir and Historia. Oh
1: wow that is a deep cut yeah
0: he was the one that like ymir transformed to save uh and you know he was all like you know chattery and cold and whatnot damn i uh, don't put the names
1: together that's so funny
0: and then i think like you know it was just assumed and it's funny because I, i read something like in all the uh aot wikis both of these characters were listed as dead because they were presumed dead to be killed like when Zeke's invasion happened and in the um, fallout of the wall attack because we just didn't see them. So like sure. the AOT wikis were like, oh yeah, they must have died and just didn't get on screen deaths and they haven't been confirmed yet, but they're probably dead. And then, uh, yeah, to maybe uh, he just kept those in his back pocket.
1: And from the depths they arose. Yeah. Um, so this like right off the bat, you know, Connie, Connie and would get up to them. It's super tense, very weird, like, this is like the dead giveaway of, like, there's something wrong with Connie and Armin. Uh, hey, guys! <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so they have the, they, Armin notices they have the plane raked up to explode. Yeah. Daz, Daz is just sitting there with the friggin' detonator. Hey, everyone. Or, or Samuel, sorry, I, I can't remember, I don't know who's yeah, here. one of them. But, um, somehow Armin coaxes Samuel or Daz to take, you know, the, the leads off the detonator, and I was like, okay, all right, we're making, we're making progress. progress. We're yeah. progress now we're it's cooking planned. with gas. You know, so, like, they're kind of, there's that weird thing. And, you know, Connie has, I think it's, is it, dad, or, anyways, it doesn't matter. Connie's having a conversation with the one, and they're doing the whole thing. Oh, we heard you guys were traitors. And, you know, Le- Leanna pointed out to me, she goes, do you think that's Flock putting that out there, the energy out there to, like, you know, kind of secure his position more or dissent them? Or is it the person in the window From when they escaped that saw connie and armin
0: good question so (sighs) she
1: i've been since she brought that up i've been thinking about that too i I would think maybe it is just flock trying to i think so to see
0: think flock because i think he says in a couple like a scene earlier like he says we assumed you sided with marley Mm -hmm. because we lost track of you um but as to who saw them that still has yet to be revealed so who knows
1: If we ever will, who knows There's only yeah. two episodes, but yeah. So, you know, kind of cuts back to Flock Again, super suspicious, paranoid You know, the whole thing about the trains and the horses And he just decides he's going to Fucking blow Azumabito's brains out And, uh, you know Cut away, which, a lot of cutaways The past few episodes, very yeah. strange, not like Attack on Titan at all No But, um, you know, we hear a couple gunshots You see a surprise, you know, Connie and Daz And Armin and Samuel And then Azumabito's got him in an armbar <laughs>
0: And twisted that bitch around.
1: That oh, yeah. And, of course, she's, like, whining like
0: a stuck little pig on a Little bitch on the ground. I'm like, help me, shoot her. Like, and I think that, like, I didn't see these lines coming from Azumabito, but when she's got them like that, she goes, I got you now, you rat fuck. Like, did you hear her say that? I was like, oh, my God. And she said it in English, too. Completely broke the fourth wall. <laughs> Sorry.
1: You rat fuck. Uh, so, so, you know, Mikasa, the other you know, the Is she no. The Akram or the Mikasa from Hizuru or whatever, like comes to save the day, which is so typical. This is you think this is how they're gonna tie them together. Yeah. She comes to save the day.
0: I uh I also love this is the moment I learned to earlier. She she yells at Azumabito to get to safety, but she refers to her as her first name. She like, like she yells at her and says, says Kiyomi and like as we know, like in, in that culture, like first names. Is like a you know if you're on a first name basis it's a little bit different it's like you 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 know that person very well Hmm. Um, I don't know I just thought that was like a little a little detail I think maybe you know maybe Mikasa's up next for some much needed character development
1: Wow well they better do it because they got two left Yeah (laughs) like we've we've been waiting on that for three seasons as far as I'm concerned Um, So you know I think it's cool you know Mikasa comes in she you know incapacitates. The the Jaegerish doesn't go yeah. for the kill. No blades, no death. No blades. Oh, that weird shot of like her pressing the gun against his face. Yeah, and it leaves I like, like
0: a like, instant bruise. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was just Looney tunes, but anyways. So, yeah. Like, so you know the Jaegerish uh, kind of start attacking. They make a run for it. We kind of get down into like a stairwell thing. There's kind of like a shootout scene. Um, you know, there's a scene where she kicks off the wall and she looks like she's going for the kill. Like she pulls out the blades, but McGath and Hans are there in a heartbeat. Jean just looking devastated in the background, just standing watching.
0: And if you, I was just gonna say, and if you didn't notice, McGath wearing a scout's robe.
1: Yeah, boy, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look, green looks good on you.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) like the costume changes. Little things like that in anime go Mm -hmm. a long way. Like at the we started the episode with seeing Reiner and Annie in the new ODN gear, and that felt cool. And yeah. now McGath in the old school cloak, love oh, it. I'm gonna follow
1: right up with that. So the following scene is Reiner and Annie ripping around oh. with the ODM gear. Dave, I was just like, oh, this is awesome. This is like season one nostalgia in a new setting. You know the the you know the terms are different. Yeah, and just seeing them whipping around and they do that like synchronized Titan shift and they both like throw down poses. So dirty so cool oh my god like also this is a funny little detail i never ever noticed on reiner it looks like his eyes have a layer of glass
0: yeah i noticed that so he's i don't think i've ever seen that before i don't know if they've done it they may have done it before but yeah it's even like his eyes are armored it makes sense like he you know he got course, like yeah he got a thunder Spear in the eyes uh in in season three part two and, like, they didn't blow his eyes out, I don't think. You know what I mean? So maybe, yeah, I don't well,
1: know. Well, his eyes, for the longest time, they were kind of like, you know, black holes with, like, yeah. light coming from them. Like, it wasn't really, like, an eye that we saw, was it?
0: I don't know. There, and also, by the way, this also answers the question about Aaron stripping away all the armor, right? Oh, yeah. No, uh, it's back. Yeah. So it's, it's back. It was just in that one instance.
1: But uh, so then they proceed, you know, start wrecking, you know, making havoc. Or sorry, no. At this point, this is where Connie wrestles the finally wrestles the gun away from Sam or uses the distraction to start wrestling the gun away from Samuel. Yeah, we should mention before oh, the yeah. transformation, yes.
0: Um, you know, the Hizuru are saved for the time being and they're they're sent to the basement by McGath. Um and that's when this like fight breaks out between Daz and Samuel, Army and Connie Armin and Connie, and then Armin is shot. Three times loud. by Samuel. That was fucking loud. <laughs> loud and uh really good, like I I know this sounds weird, but just like I liked the like aesthetic choice of like shooting him through the face. Mm-hmm. Like through like so he couldn't talk, you know what I mean? Like words are kind of like his biggest strength. Well, do you think they was trying to blow his fucking dome
1: off? And miss? I,
0: I don't know. I saw some people No, I okay wait. I I wanna clarify my position. I don't think they intentionally blew his mouth apart to stop mm. him talking They're, that was not intentional Okay. Um, I just think like symbolically speaking oh, sure. like you know having your teeth and your tongue blown out of your mouth so you can't do any more talking because he usually talks his way through situations we didn't to talk about it the whole Marco stuff that comes it, to mind too. yeah like I thought that was symbolic um, I saw some folks talking like oh he only shot at Armin and not Connie because he knew Armin could heal because he's a titan I was like eh, maybe mm. I think he was also in a life or death situation yeah, you're not and, uh, that fast Maybe, maybe not, you know what I mean, whatever But uh, I just, I like, like the shot placement I thought like it looked cool I know that's, teeth so. missing? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I hate teeth, I hate teeth shit Yeah, teeth stuff, no bueno
1: No, not for me Um. So yeah, sorry, so I, I completely jumped over that So when, when the Titan shift Connie gets, you know, starts wrestling for the gun And they're kind of, you know, fighting over that And Armin, it like, kind of starts crawling towards Daz a little bit, and he's yeah. trying to wrestle the detonator away Um, And then this is where we get the... You know, Armin gets the flashback to Bertold saying about getting your hands... You know, someone has to do it. Someone has to get their hands bloody. And Q Connie just fucking blowing everyone's heads off. Like, some of the saddest shit I've ever... I literally wrote in our notes, pain. Because and I I read something and I I really, really wish I had gotten their name. I got to start doing this better. Start giving shoutouts. But Connie, for the longest time has been talking about how he hates how he's being betrayed 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 yeah he's sick of it and in these two, his two friends final moments they're looking at him like he's a fucking traitor and yeah. you know and just like the devastation also like just the vocal performance of like the i think screaming the wailing like
0: the side by side i sent you was um one of i think he's on top of samuel about to shoot him mm-hmm. and he's saying, aren't we friends? And, and Connie's got tears in his eyes and he says, you are our friends. Yeah. And then there's the side by side of Berthold saying, yeah, you are precious comrades to me. I also intend to kill you.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: th- th- you know what I mean? They've just been pushed too far. They're out of options. They're out of time. It's too urgent. This is the play. And now, no talking. Yeah. And now, you know what I mean? Like now this is who you are. This is who you've kind of become. You've kind of, you know, like, like all these people they've just been so dirtied and corrupted by all of this conflict you know what i mean like they they've crossed lines i don't think they ever thought that they would cross it's uh it's pretty fucking nuts it's
1: fucking war man
0: fan uh, you know that was a really fantastic moment i was kind of curious where we're going with this whole connie stuff and this arc you know while so tragic it hits really well like this is uh this particular like my mom told me to be
1: yeah you know, like two episodes ago like <laughs>
0: it's yeah.
1: uh it's heavy it's really heavy i hate to see it because connie has one of the biggest hearts i think of the whole cast yeah you know he never should have been a soldier
0: yeah and then uh, the episode ends with his screams like you said yeah. great vocal performance um
1: zenitude it clearly sounded like zenitude yeah, when he was yelling which yeah. was so funny
0: <laughs> it actually i will i will note like i'm glad you kind of said that it did actually take me out out of it yeah, just it a tad yeah. i saw a lot of people giving his him props i i, I absolutely give him props for like his lion reads yeah. of like the you are our friends thing he's all fucked up about it i think he might have went a hair too big at the end
1: he might as well have been screaming nezuko like, yeah
0: and, you know, like, they're making such a choice by, like, not having music in that moment and then, like, cutting to black right away. Like, I appreciated it. It was just the scream, for some reason, just didn't hit for me. I agree. It was it was a lot. Um, would you like some tr- quick trivia?
1: Absolutely. You've been gone for three weeks. I want trivia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, some of it is, like, just observations, like, not really trivia. Um, this is not the first time... That Levi has helplessly watched on the sidelines as Annie slaughters scouts. Mm. Um, more on Annie. She, in two of her scenes as a Titan in this episode, she uses the exact same moves as she did in season one to brutally murder people.
1: Oh yeah, that's I, that's, uh,
0: the force. Yeah. The the force. You know, she she grabs him in the hand and squishes him. That's what she did to Reiner. Uh, even though he survived and they're working together it's just like same animation and the kick oh, oh my god. god the kick where she gets three of them that's how she kills petra. uh petra from original well maybe not original from the levi squad in uh season one those are probably the two biggest ones that i noticed like right off the bat the you know the other one was like we kind of already mentioned you know Megath seems to come to his senses and has that whole uh like moment and monologue only after seeing gabby i just thought that was like a very very important Mm -hmm. thing to note but yeah i think that's about it and like you mentioned like the odm gear scenes i will just quickly mention like they film this uh i think the same way they film uh, levi's kenny chase in season three where the character is hand-drawn but they 3d the environment around them so they like they're just like whipping an environment past it looks really, it looked fantastic. You know, female Titan also, we haven't seen her in, you know, seven fucking years. She looked fantastic. I think hand-drawn, really well, well done. Even
1: Well, even Reiner too, like the... They both look great, yeah. You know, because there was definitely moments where they were clearly CG and, you know... <clears throat>
0: with motion, yeah.
1: W- with motion. And it wasn't like the heaviest action scenes. It was, it was more or less still shots and you get, the, you know, you get that kick from Manny. You'd get, you know, that sweep of Reiner's arm. But like, I was just, it, it's it's just such a bummer that they got really good at this cg titan <laughs> stuff at the very end i know it's like, uh, like come on <laughs> could have done this last time i know but still we have it now and it looks great
0: so. it looks fantastic um got two episodes left we haven't seen aaron zeke historia remember that character pregnant pregnant uh, Historia with the baby somewhere is like <laughs> she's still sitting on that same porch
1: maybe there is a fucking movie dave you know? yeah
0: Marley or the outside world, no, no, nothing on international politics, nothing on the Ymir backstory. We have a lot left to do. A lot. So, uh, on that note, I think we can rack it up, wrap it up here. If yeah, so. this is uh, your first time listening, for whatever reason, we also do a post-show, which we're about to record. Um, we talk about everything else. You know, we talk about... Uh, I think we're going to definitely talk about Peacemaker um we're definitely going to do a review of the batman the movie uh we're we're talking 86 86 uh there's lots there's lots going on right now so uh we're going to talk about everything else that we're watching it's a bit more of a free form chill podcast uh thank you guys so much for listening find us on instagram at part-time otaku podcast and thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time bye guys cheers